What's good? This is Kelsey, founder and fearless leader of Dope. You are zoned in for an episode of Soberpreneur, a look at what happens when we deal with our past shit, talk openly about that shit, and go do other awesome shit. On this episode, I sit down with friend and fellow entrepreneur Sylvie Charles of Just Date Syrup. She's a doctor-turned-date-slinger who left her career behind to bring out an all-natural alternative sweetener, date syrup. Spoiler alert, we totally made a date-sweetened brownie dough flavor together. You can check it out on Dope's website. Buckle up and hear from this incredible entrepreneur and new mom navigating the waves of entrepreneurship. We're good. And this will go on to screensaver mode, but don't be alarmed, it'll keep okay. recording. All right, what's up guys? Another episode of Soberpreneur and I'm joined today by Sylvie Charles uh, from Just Date Syrup. Thank you. Hello. You got someone little... didn't tell me this is gonna be on video. <laughs> oh, anyway, keep people on their toes. I'm about your most natural self. Exactly. And how so, can we just be to my most natural self? <laughs> how can we be our most authentic selves? I didn't dry my hair this morning, so you know we're just out here. We're doing it. Yeah, Thank it's you. okay. I just woke up and didn't brush my hair. <laughs> so we, I'm gonna play like I just woke up like this. Um, awesome. So we actually got connected through uh, One World at Hacking Food, both of us kind of sharing our stories and I was super moved by what you had talked about um, and wanted to get connected. So a big shout out to the Scott and Angie out there at One World. I love uh, their focus is all on finding companies and supporting companies that are um, you know, socially driven or impact driven and trying to do more with what they've created. Um, and I think it's really fun to meet other founders who feel in that same vein that like, we can create something cool, but it's about like what impact we can have with it and really how we can change the world. So for people who don't know, what is Just Date Syrup? So Just Date Syrup um, is a natural sweetener made from just organic California dates. Like no other ingredients? Like no other ingredients. Just one? Just one. I'm honestly kind of jealous because like Dope's got you know, seven <laughs> ingredients in the base recipe and all that, but that list gets so long and I'm yeah. on like a tiny little jar trying to list them all. I mean, I don't you know how to do it. And it's like keeping <laughs> track of awesome. supplies I know. and everything's much easier with one, with one, one ingredient. ingredient. Like um, oh, the flour supplier chain. Yeah, it's so a nightmare. Like, it's, it's a nightmare. Now, now we have our just pomegranate syrup, um, so which cool. is our new pomegranate sweetener that's more tart and sweet. Um, it is pretty tart. Yeah, it's very tart. I was surprised. Yeah. I put it on my ice cream the other day. Oh, I heard that a lot, actually, yeah. which I love that idea. Oatly just came out with a strawberry ice cream, so a oh. non-dairy option, uh, which I'm huge on trying. There's so many that, like, I mean, sorry for Halo Top if anyone's watching, but that one was, like, such a weird flavor for me, and, like, and I didn't get that creaminess. Yeah, it's like a, like, it dissolves, like, turns into air in your mouth yeah. or something. But Oatly did a great job, Love super it. creamy, and then with the pomegranate on top and some Love sliced it. strawberries, I was I was in it to win it. And some cookie dough, I'm not gonna lie. Okay. It was a cookie dough ice cream snack. I mean, the only type of, I Lots always of get cookie dough ice cream whenever <laughs> I go to get ice yeah. cream, so it's like you hit on everything that I want, at least. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, cool. But yeah, even now keeping track of like two ingredients, Oh damn! And the dates. Watch out! <laughs> it's too much. I'm like, oh my. Oh, man. that's so funny. Yeah. I would say I'm empathetic, but I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I like follow up on those. Uh, that's awesome. What was kind of the push to do the pomegranate one? I'm always yeah. curious with expansions when you're like, yo, we do dates. That's it. Yeah, have absolutely. It. it was gonna be. Um, I was thinking about pomegranate from the beginning. Um, Love them. Yeah, you know, I. So I grew up with these flavors um, in like Indian cuisine, dates and pomegranates are um, very big in Indian culture. Um, but then when I was living in LA, I actually went to Shabbat every week at like my best friend's um, house, which mm -hmm. was like this amazing kind of Persian extended family Shabbat. So and I yeah. think then I was like even more exposed to the same flavors I like knew from my heritage, mm -hmm. but even like more amped up, like dates and pomegranates were in everything. So cool. I think those two experiences. So it was like on your mind from the start of like, how could I yeah. also do something with pomegranates? Yeah, and now for like our future products, I'll be just thinking about like yeah. the core principles, of like what make these better for you, yeah. um, and then like looking for that to create other so products cool. as well. What's the response been like for the pomegranate one? Always it's been, interested in. It's been amazing. Yeah. Um, we launched with a feature in the New York Times, which was. Really no big exciting. deal. I saw that on your IG last night, and I was like, hot damn. That's we so cool. were so excited. Um, very, very and cool. And now since we're going to be in Whole Foods uh, next June. Um, Amazing. They just named it a top 10 trend for 2020. So cool. Um, dates are up like as a category. Our pomegranate. Oh, our pomegranates. Our pomegranate. Yeah, our date so cool. pomegranate. Um, 
as like wow. just a trending kind of better for you speaker. It's been awesome. Get it. That was um, awesome. So pomegranate won't be like really in stores until yeah. like February or June. We'll do a little thing at the end so you can pop up like where you're available. <laughs> I'll throw it on screen. Um, and we'll put some links in the, in the podcast listings for you guys to find it. Yeah. But how did you get started? Like why date syrup slash have you just, were you like out of the womb? Like, yo, I need an alternate sweetener. Yeah. So <laughs> what kind of prompt Man, it? I think so many influences have like gotten me to this point. Yeah. So, um, most importantly, I was a doctor at UCSF, um, growing really passionate about refined sugar. Um, I went to USC. And what were you doing? Like just full on like uh, childcare or? Yeah, so I'm a generalist at UCSF okay. in residency um, and at USC where I went to medical school. Mm-hmm. Also just tons of exposure to like this very specific population that mm-hmm. I again saw at UCSF. And diet related illness um, was just on the forefront of everything yeah. I was seeing. Like at USC, it was at the General Hospital, um, LA County Hospital, um, here at San Francisco General, you just see like the worst cases of diet-related illness, like um, the worst. Like totally like, preventable. The worst like, oh, because of, of what you ate. Yeah. yeah, like the worst consequences of heart disease. Yeah. And it all is preventable. Yeah. Um, and it all like comes back to kind of like what happened in America and like the 1950s onwards to yeah, like commercialized food and, exactly yeah. to make processed food like really the forefront of mm-hmm. our diets mm-hmm. um, and even I grew up eating that way you know mm-hmm. like there was always I mean ain't nobody mad at a little Debbie you know, <laughs> yeah, zebra cake exactly just saying but I mean, like, in moderation yeah, my parents didn't cook American food so yeah. you know when I wanted it it was all like you know fruity pebbles mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, big liters of Coke Love and Sprite. It. I mean, I had like my eighth birthday at a McDonald's. Like my birthday oh, was at yeah. <laughs> like chicken my nuggets. Birthday. Were... My fifth or sixth they birthday was at McDonald's. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And then, yeah, I have pictures of our little party. We were all eating Happy Meals. Yeah, simpler times. Time. <laughs> yeah, but it comes back to bite us. So like seeing kind of that rise in diet-related illness. And... Absolutely. And, you know, my dad, who like, I talked about my dad a lot when, um, when you and I met, I thought, you know, was something I was talking about in what inspired me. Mm-hmm. And my dad has been suffering from diabetes since I was little. Um, also, a lot of immune autoimmune. That guy's upset illness. about it. He's here. He calls right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, God dang it. I know, like, come on, everyone. Do you want to invent this stuff? Do you want to start that part again? Just so it's like, it's a big party story. I don't want her to be a horn. (laughs) Right when you say it. So it kind of takes away this. So, so yeah, and you know, one of the big like influencing factors in my life was my dad, and mm-hmm. um, my dad struggled with diabetes and autoimmune illness, and um, you know, now heart disease. For his whole life, or was it something that was diagnosed while you were? For most of my life, okay. Um, actually, probably since I was born, um, he had been struggling with all of these things, and he was yeah. pretty overweight when I was young, and now he's not overweight anymore, but still kind of suffering those consequences from diabetes. Um, mm-hmm. Most recently, he was it doesn't like, go just, away, right? Yeah, I mean, not really. Like yeah. unless you do some massive dietary changes, mm-hmm. which he hasn't done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, just like just a couple months ago, he was across the street at CPMC, um, suffering from uh, suffering basically from a heart attack. But really, his heart stopped, and he died for a full forty-five minutes um, before they brought him back to life. Oh my god! Um, and he was in the ICU for fifty days. Was that when, when we met? He was in, he was in the, the ICU. ICU. Yeah. 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 So things sure were very fresh. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, I hadn't really processed anything yet. Um, yeah. And, you know, ultimately he came back from the hospital and basically has uh, like a mechanical heart transplant. Um, it's called like an LVAD. It's a pump that attaches to his heart. Um, and he's going to have to be, it has a wire that comes out of his body mm-hmm. and he has to be like plugged in or plugged into like pretty big batteries at all times. But he's alive. He gets to spend more time with my daughter. And, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's crazy because a lot of people are at this point now where they're experiencing things like what we experienced and it's all preventable yeah. through what we eat. So, you know, my goals with Just Ate Syrup and all the natural sweeteners that we put out mm-hmm. is to help all of these people who are having a hard time switching. Um, switching from refined sugars switching to from refined sugars, yeah. switching from processed foods to have something indulgent that yeah. you don't feel like you're sacrificing, mm-hmm. but is better for you um, than the alternatives. Yeah, I feel like so often there's this thought process that 
well, if I can't have like a scoop of dope every day of my life, like how, how will I have anything sweet? Right, and exactly. there's still ways to enjoy stuff. And... Yeah, and I have a sweet tooth. Like, yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, I love sweet things and so do most people in America. I love hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like I want that treat too. Yeah. So um, it's like a time and place for it. We talk about this a lot, actually. And if anybody watched the Shark Tank episode, um, most of the feedback was, or most of like the negative feedback was that it's not a healthy food item. That like they don't want to encourage products that aren't good for people. And uh, at the end of the day, I'm totally about moderation and yeah, balance that totally. um, I love when customers come in and they're like, I have my kale salad, I'm ready for dope. Yeah, and like, you know, exactly. they ate, you know, responsibly in other meals so that they could have like a small treat totally. here and there. And I live off um, the same like life principles yeah, for sure. Totally. I mean, like, People think I eat cookie dough like for every yeah. meal. Like I am the same way. I try to balance it out so that I can have like a slice of cake. I made and, like a big bolognese like yeah. two nights ago, and then ended it with like a big chocolatey like, treat. You, you know? gotta do it sometimes. And then like today I won't eat that. Yeah, like, it's all trade-offs. And even uh, you know with sobriety, like I don't have that drink at the end of the meal. So while everyone has their like last nightcap or whatever, I'll I'll have some dessert. And um, yeah, it's kind of trade-offs here and there. And uh, and then one thing that's been fun, and we'll talk about what we're doing together, but trying after the Shark Tank feedback and just seeing really like how the world is changing with their views on, on desserts, a mixture of like what kind of portion control items can we bring out? So like cookie dough truffles and like smaller bits. Mm -hmm. um, so you can have just one have instead of bite. a whole scoop. Yep. Uh, and then other flavors that can be made vegan, gluten-free, and without and refined sugar. sugar-free! Oh, the angels come out yeah. Um Yeah, and my god, it tastes so freaking good. We had a Forbes writer come out and try a recipe we'd made with date syrup, and um, they were literally like, it was their favorite of the whole flight, Yay. and it was the only one without real sugar, and I it was vegan it. and gluten-free. Well, the nice um, thing about it is that it adds some, like, richness of flavor. Yeah. Just, like, the straight... The molasses kind of take and stuff. It, it's got some depth to it um, over, like, agave nectar, I feel like, just gets mm -hmm. kind of wiped out in the mix. Um, yeah, and I can talk so. all about agave and why it's not the right sweetener. Yeah. But... <laughs> agave farmers, just coming for you. Make your tequila and stick with it. <laughs> Have your agave and your margarita. I'm not anywhere else. <laughs> We've got a feud going on. I didn't know this was like a beef in the food world. We've got agave beef, you know, it's like head to head with beets or a. Um, what, what's a quick, like, what's one or two things about yeah, agave? Yeah, so nectar? agave actually has a really high fructose content, so um, 70 to 90% fructose, it's actually higher than high fructose corn syrup. Wow. Um, so in your body, it'll... Which everyone is already like, oh, red alert, it's yeah, terrible. Exactly. Okay. So it'll actually yeah. act the same way in your body. Wow. And, um, actually, like, after a lot of doctors recommended it mm. for so long um, because it, of its low glycemic index, but you can talk more about that, like, the low glycemic index is because it's really high in fructose, because mm. fructose doesn't like spike your blood sugar in the same way that has other effects on your body. Got it. Um, so it's the classic like solve one issue but create yeah. another. Like the fat free craze back in the day exactly. and like what were they that's shoving in it? It's yeah. Like, yeah. Snack rolls and those were sugar processed foods. <laughs> totally. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I it's always just like that. roll on of like, oh, well, it's fixing that one thing, but we don't quite know mm -hmm. at the time what else it's causing. Yeah. So, and have so doctors like, couple, like turned their yeah, opinions back? A couple years after, yeah. um, they were all recommending that, like big doctors like Dr. Oz, like, yeah, is he a real doctor? He is a real doctor. He was actually like a cardiothoracic I'm like, surgeon. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I trust this guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's on TV. Like, yeah, now it's like gone off the deep end. But like sometimes I see an episode, I'm like, if he's if he's really a doctor, I feel like he should not be spending his time talking about these issues. <laughs> so, <laughs> so funny. But, like, a lot okay, of those big name doctors came out later and were like, yeah. sorry, we recommended agave. Yeah, it's take not right. Like, yeah. let's take it back. Oh, shit. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, you know, so you started this and you've got kind of this mission about like refining people's diets, refining sugar pun, um, refining people's diets, you know, yeah, um, and trying to, you know, get them on a better path. But like, how have you found the ability of like the company that you've made? Have you found anything that it can do to continue to give back or, you know, other like impact driven stuff you've been working on? Yeah. Well, this is an exciting place to announce the stuff we've been working on. Um, so, you know, the whole focus of the company is that in the way we give back, like our 2% will go to diabetes education and research. Um, so in our first year of business, um, we did like glycemic index studies looking at our date syrup um, and seeing how that 
active in the body in real time. So I could like really get behind the soda. And you use 2% like to go towards funding that research? Yeah, oh, that's yeah, so cool. Exactly. Really? And, and we'll do more like as we grow, um, mm-hmm. being able to take that 2% and actually do the studies that aren't out there, mm-hmm. which is like truly comparing natural sweeteners to artificial sweeteners and to sugar. Yeah. Um, and actually just like a funny story is that yeah. like in the sixth grade, that was my science project no. at school. I, I love it. That I won first place. <laughs> <laughs> Your school is probably so proud. That's awesome. Yeah, well, it actually like came to light the other day so, when I was just going through pictures with yeah. my mom, and I came across this picture of me in front oh, of my so science funny. project. That's does sugar affect memory? Oh, and gosh. I did a project comparing natural sugars of apple juice, wow. with Coke, and like a control. Yeah, and, so anyways, and how, how did I you actually want to do that on wow. like a real, like non sixth grade level. Yeah, so. I'm sure it was like super <laughs> legit. You followed the scientific scientific method for sure. Um, <laughs> That's but, awesome. Yeah, so like interested in doing more research that like actually yeah. dives into this problem. So we can like say for sure like what's good and what's bad for us. Yeah. And we always say like if it ever came to light that like natural sweeteners were just as bad mm-hmm. as unnatural sweeteners, like that would be it for me. Like mm-hmm. right now, like what I know based on the research yeah. is that like this okay. acts differently. That is super cool of you to say. I feel like that's like worth noting that if research came out in another direction, I mean like I know how hard it is to start a business and like how much work you put in one direction and um yeah, being focused enough on the goal of what you're trying to provide to your customer is like, it makes everything else a moot point that like you would drop it all to figure out what the right solution is. And so far that like anecdotal evidence of like what people tell us has been amazing. We get testimonials that people say like your date syrup changed my family's life. I like gave it to my dad who couldn't give up sweets and like his health is improving and like that's an actual so like cool. message that I got on Instagram like yeah. a couple of weeks ago that's awesome um, and, and there's more like that it's definitely not yeah. the only one um, keeps you going yeah that's and nice. then the other part is for the education and so um, this year our 2% is going to Sprouts Cooking Club in the city um, so and we're partnering with them to bring sugar reduction cooking classes to Bay Area schools um, and after school programs so, um, so like teaching the kids how to make like cookies at home without refined sugar and Cool. other little treats and things yeah. like that. So. Well, that's an amazing time to change things up in their mind because you definitely yeah. grow up thinking like, okay, cookies are flour, sugar, but you know. Totally. Very cool. That's awesome. I love hearing that. Um, what would you say the biggest obstacle has been, you know, since starting your company? Yeah. Um, or yeah, even it, just to start it? entrepreneurship just like a series Exhausting. of obstacles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess uh, it's funny that I ask it with obstacles because sometimes I try to frame things as like, it was just a redirection. Like yeah. I found something out that was like, oh, I can't like keep going this way. So it's more just like, yeah, find a new path. Yeah. Um, but you are like so, I feel so magnetically drawn to like the end goal of what I want to get to that everything that comes in the way is just kind of like, totally. all right, like new route, new route, new route, new route, like until you get enough information to make totally. an educated like, decision. Yeah, redirect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, so the biggest, how the company started. Um, so actually the reason I first took a break from UCSF because I injured my spine mm. um, and so I was having a lot of trouble even just walking like was oh, in chronic pain all the time um, and that was going on for years and um, you know I finally like it got to a point where I had to lay down between every patient that I saw like oh, man. I was just having a really hard time even like I can't, you're on your feet like yes. all day yeah. yeah oh my gosh and, um, so I ended up taking a break and it was actually yeah. during the time that I started kind of reevaluating like what I wanted to do right. with my life and um if like one-on-one interactions in the hospital were fulfilling for me or if there was some some other way I wanted to bring yeah. like my interest in health and nutrition to a different place yeah um so it didn't like happen just like that it was yeah. long um, I ended up leaving medicine first um to really kind of like think about mm-hmm. like the path I wanted to take next and yeah are you going to doctorhood when you're 17 you know you make that decision when you're 17 so yeah. and then it's just like do it do it yeah there's like no breaks no there's time. like no yeah. time so I think actually like my spine injury was in yeah. a way like a blessing in disguise where I so actually had down. time to like think yeah it was weird and I wasn't really used to like not like doing anything mm-hmm. besides like focusing on the recovery um, it's interesting how life puts those opportunities to slow down like right when you need it you know people are like so fast moving that you can't see what you need to and like if you could just like take a step back and 
it's hard in life to like find the time so sometimes you're sort of forced into it or yeah my husband for example is going through the um green card process right now yeah. and you have to wait to be able to work until you get more uh another work authorization document so he's like wait i've been like go 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 my yeah. whole life and now like i can't work so he's taking the time to create his new business and I love that. yeah it's kind of a fun like man when would you have the chance to you know take the time and like create the company that's why people sit always being like oh well one day i'll start it because they're just so caught up in their their current thing so yeah, and I need to like, get a and breath. And it was the right like pace. It's like as I was recovering, yeah. I slowly was able to do like a little bit more towards this idea every day. And so cool. Um, and my therapist was like, "Just do one thing for your business Just. day." Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like all it takes is like yeah. one thing. And yeah. Like if you've accomplished that thing, like feel really good about it. And like that's how it started. It's like, awesome. Okay, well maybe I can get like the certification I need for like so cool. the kitchen yeah. today. And then like, okay, like maybe I'll think about like what I want to call. You're a saint. I, like when I started dope, <laughs> I was like, everything today. <laughs> like, I was just insane. That's the only way I knew how to live Whoa. before that. Yeah. It was really my therapist that was just like, you need to take down. it down. Like yeah. you're recovering from this the spine. Just injury. big ups for therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> need it. So, yeah. You know, like, he's like, take your time. Yeah. Like there's no like, crazy pressure on this. I was like on disability, so like I had like yeah. a little bit of It wasn't know, so like financially pressing. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And um Yeah. And yeah, and then it all just came from there. And then I would say like the next biggest obstacle is like I hate to call her an obstacle. She's not. But she is a baby. That is <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> I'm so not worthy. I say all the time. People are like, you're going to have a kid? You just got married? You guys going to have a kid? I'm like, I have a kid. Yeah. Its name is Dope, and, and it's know. exhausting. It's <laughs> and it never it's sleeps. Sleep. And it, it always sleeps. I wake up in the middle of the night. Sleep with it. It always needs to be fed. Yeah. Like, temper tantrums. I mean, it's a night. I've got terrible twos over here. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I'm very lucky. My parents so are cool. super supportive. Are they um, nearby? Like physically? They are currently living in my home with Love me. It. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, which is, you know, both a blessing and yeah. a curse. But yeah, but with the obstacle. I mean, with the big yeah. obstacle. They're really helpful. So, so cool. Uh, yeah, so how really old helpful. is she? She's one. She turned one, one last week. Wow. Congratulations. Um, thank you. I'm sure it feels like a bleak And just dates are turned two like, oh, last month. So, so cool. It's been, um, a really, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been either pregnant or with like having a child for most of this entrepreneurship yeah. journey. So, wow! Um, I don't really know any of the way at that point. At this point, yeah, that's just dive into it. Yeah, that's... I mean, pregnancy was like fine with it, but yeah. I mean, like I was literally as we were rolling dates or about Whole Foods, you know, I was seven months pregnant. And, like, I love it. You know, in the kitchen, <laughs> yeah. like at four a.m., like wow. trying to get these bottles out. Um, and then, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, and then one of our, our production manager quit when I had a two-week-old at home. Wow. And so, like, it was just Dude, really I feel that so deeply. <laughs> yeah. Man, like, the employment stuff is just nuts. It's like, so at the end of the day, yeah. if you're going to start a business, you will be the only one who's there at the very end of the day. Totally. Like, no one else will care as much as you do. Totally. And I've had multiple people um, uh, quit without notice and, like, just drop and go. And I'm thinking... That's like professional suicide. Like, totally. you know, even if they weren't doing such a great job, like it's still, you want that time on your resume filled in. Yeah. And now like, you're going to quit and, and leave me in whatever like situation. a really great job for me. Yeah. And I thought we had a really good relationship like until that point. But honestly, <laughs> like, like an wow. um, opportunity for him came up at yeah. like UPS, which for him was like, okay, more stable opportunity than, yeah. like, this fledgling startup. Yeah. Which I get, nobody can, like, get inside your mind and be like, no, but this, like, is going to be great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's a risk yeah. that people will sign on to. Yeah. You know, they, like, if you want to join a startup, you know that it's, um, you know, going to be uncertain and different yeah, exactly. and uh, more taxing than a typical nine-to-five. Yeah. But I like to think... And so in that way, like, the, I totally understood where he was going. Yeah. But at the same time, I have, like, a two-week-old at home. Yeah. And, it's just like Lots a little bit of, of decency, <laughs> like asking for like a little bit of like, yeah, yeah. 
That's tough. That's so tough. like a lot of obstacles. Yeah. But, like, there's always said, something. Like, yeah. I had someone quit like four days before we closed the Pier 39 store. Oh my gosh. Same thing where I was just like, what, what right now? Yeah. Like, today? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really cool, but like, can we get through this? Right, right. I mean, frankly, there's just always something, so there's never a good time for that to that exactly. to happen. Like, there's always something going on. And but, like, I've um, always learned. Like, yeah. learn something from it. Yeah. Learn more about yourself too. I feel like yeah. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I survived that. Totally. Like, and everything that happens, like you just get reminded that you'll make it through. Like, you'll find a way yeah, to do it. Just like every time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, like kind of having a child, I think, has been really good in that way because there's a lot of reminders of like yeah. you know I, like we were saying like you're kind of like forced into taking like some mm-hmm. time off or whatever yeah. like I'm kind of forced to take a break from my business like all the time mm-hmm. because she's a living breathing human that like needs me and that I yeah. want to be with yeah and yeah. so it's almost like rejuvenating to it's cool spend it's a couple of hours life. with her and work life integration check where you're like yeah. okay I do need to I mean, be now, you know every day present. from like 4 to 7 p.m yeah. like that's her time like I don't cool. work during that time yeah. and if it means I need to work until like midnight after she goes to sleep that's fine um but I think it's been really good for yeah. me and actually my business to like to take that time. break in the middle of the day yeah. and just like be super present with her so important. once I figured that out it was like such a light bulb where I was yeah. like oh I feel so much better yeah not like it's hard for I think other entrepreneurs make excuses like if they don't have a kid they're like well I don't deserve to take time to relax yeah yeah like there's no excuse to stop because there's no one living and breathing waiting for me but if you want yourself to continue in any sort of like healthy mental fashion you've got to find ways to take those blocks like um my husband and I are training for the Ironman as Mm -hmm. I mentioned which is insane uh but that's helped a lot in the morning the Ironman is our second baby I guess that we like try to make sure we have time blocked I think my calendar is blocked until like 8 30 every morning so impressed. Um, so we get up at five <laughs> and hit the gym and do it. And it's been a great like reset for me to feel like, okay, there is life outside of dope. Yeah. Cause for so long it was like, alarm goes off. I start, I go to bed and totally. I do it again Literally, the next day. Literally like walk to your computer and yeah. start. Crazy. <laughs> like you've got to have some barrier. I stopped um, opening email right when I wake up as well. Like, um, you know, best I can waiting until that like 830 time to dive into yeah. stuff is like super good for your mental space. Cause you just like. I don't know. You know they say you shouldn't like run or anything right after you wake up. Like you need to let your body even expand after having slept, and like you know that same thing for your mind. I think counts. Totally. I need a like, little bit of. And it's your body too. Like as soon, if you start working, it's like you're true, automatically like, just instantly like, yeah, tensed and hunched and, over. And, oh yeah, God, dude. When we're like and ninety, like, this is gonna be so real. Like, really, our whole generation. Because like looking down at our phones while we so walk, real. I'm like, okay, oh my God, <laughs> I just, like can't straighten my back. <laughs> So funny. Um, well, I know we're talking a little bit about this, but any other tips you know you'd have for other entrepreneurs, or like if you could go back, what would you have loved to know from the beginning? Yeah, I mean, I think like I think I really dove in without knowing much about the space or the industry. I would say like having good people around you to yeah. like give you guidance. Um, I was really lucky to start in the Kitchen Town Incubator in mm-hmm. San Mateo. Yeah. Um, and so I had plenty of people around me who didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. And I had a lot of peers who were also like fledgling food entrepreneurs. And yeah. like we could commiserate with each other, learn mm-hmm. from each other. Um, but also we had kind of these industry vets like in yeah. the office that we could like. I feel like these uh, commercial kitchen groups, like there's. Um, Kitchen Town, there's like Port Kitchens, yeah, there's a few, Forage, uh, La Cocina, um, yeah. I started at the Kitchener in Oakland, right, right. and um, yeah, it's like the Y Combinator for food, you yeah. know, where it's not necessarily VC or money backing, but that idea of like, go in and just like have somebody else to ask, or make sure you're not like crazy, I mean, we're all kind of crazy, but totally. well, and you know, just check stuff like, off, yeah. It's good to kind of bounce ideas off of them, go yeah. through my numbers with them, like make sure everything yeah. makes sense, you know? And they also had a store. That's so cool. And they have a store. Um, so that was like the first place just ate syrup was yeah. sold. And that was like a good place to kind of like test the market yeah, and awesome. figure out like what was going on. Like we had um, 
we had different bottles before that were the same, but a little bit harder. Mm. Um, and I don't know why I didn't realize like how hard they were to squeeze. So like, fun. at the beginning. You don't think to check it. Yeah, well, I mean, like I was doing it, but like maybe I have weirdly strong forearms. I don't know. That's why she's wearing the sweatshirt. <laughs> she don't make me feel embarrassed and like these forearms of steel. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and I was like, you know, like you need someone else to test this stuff out. Yeah. And, you know, I was realizing their Instagram posts or whatever, like they're taking the top off and like, oh. pouring it out of the bottle. And I was like, no, it's a squeeze bottle. And then they're, then like, like, no, it you know, the industry vets in the office were like, it's not a squeeze bottle. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. So just learning basic things like that early yeah. on so you can like make changes. Totally. It was really helpful. My first batch of cookie dough, I packed into Ziploc gallon bags because <laughs> I didn't know what like Cambro containers were. Yeah. And then they... <laughs> You know, folks in the kitchen were like, hey, so, so there's this in the thing. food industry, yeah. you have these things that are like, like you know, hard walled. <laughs> so funny. I still have a photo of me like super proud next to like 100 pounds of dough packed into gallons I of block bags. Like I had to scrape the bags out. Which had, like, you know, like a mailing label on it that I like wrote just to get syrup Yeah. It's like, product. It's here. Yes. Totally. I had like the plastic like condiment containers for the first jar, like when I was like gonna package it up. You just oh, so, so much you learn. So much you learn. Um, I think I mean someone leaving while you had a two week old was pretty intense. But do you have another biggest oh shit story where you were just like, we're going down and like it's a ball of fire. Yeah, I mean that was that was probably the big oh biggest shit one moment. Yeah. I, I mean like we were we had gone from like you know just supplying. Bay Area stores, local ground local, markets, yeah. yeah, and like I could, I could almost like make the date syrup like to order at that point. Uh-huh. Um, to then rolling out in like five hundred Whole Foods, they were ordering tens of thousands of bottles, and to lose like to lose like your production manager who had been yeah. with you like the whole time. At yeah, that point, it's it like tribal really knowledge you can't quite pass on. Yeah, and I had yeah. I had actually just hired someone else at that point that was kind of like going to be my number two, mm-hmm. and she like yeah, I mean she was instrumental to rolling that out yeah. and like making sure that I could enjoy my baby at home and right. not be like so stressed and passing that stress along yeah. to my baby right. who's like at that point kind of like attached to me all the time. Right. Um, and so, oh, I can't yeah. imagine. I think like so wild. Even though one person was leaving, I had I still had like a robust yeah. kind of team that was. Stuck so that in. ramp is pretty wild. It's something I've been scared of moving into retail too. This you were mm-hmm. talking about being in like kind of mom and pop stores, and then it's like, hey, Whole Foods would like you in five hundred yeah. stores. Yeah, and it has time to prepare. Yeah. I mean, like, so they're like, we want you. Here's like the PO. Yeah. You and have three like, months. They accepted pomegranate a month or two ago oh. and we have till probably april or may okay. um to roll it out so, cool so wow. there's time to prepare yeah. but congratulations it does, thank you it doesn't yeah. like it doesn't change how hard it is and how expensive it is yeah so, and that was the biggest does it too. feel surreal when you think about like the volume that's going out yeah i mean yeah. i think we just crossed i don't know the numbers exactly but i think we just crossed like 150 or like 175,000 bottles of date syrup so cool and, like that feels Crazy. Yeah, you know, I was just. Do you remember like the first ten thousand? I think like um, I remember in sales volume being like, oh my god, we sold a hundred thousand dollars of cookie dough, you know, and that was after like my first like five months in business, six months in business or something, and then you know you go on and you get like, to that way different realms. Yeah, um, I mean it was last it was last yeah. year, like at the end of the year, kind of looking at looking at the yeah. revenue like for twenty eighteen, and I was like, I need how much off of just like this little bottle of yeah. date syrup and like that doesn't change anything right? it's not like the money goes in my pocket of course goes back I know people are always like oh my god that's so crazy like a million dollars you know like Kelsey must be a millionaire I'm like yeah, well it basically like, costs a no. million dollars to run this yeah. thing so. <laughs> yeah exactly how it works like yeah it's a yeah. it's a crazy hopefully it journey. starts to separate at one point but right now yeah. every day what is so kind of like your long vision when you're like um do you want it to just be a company that can put off enough money to you know give you a comfortable salary and feel good and it runs on or are you like yeah. let's grow it let's sell it like who would be a, a purchaser for this totally i mean i i go back and forth like yeah. all the time i mean you probably it's like baby. i want to sell it it's exactly baby. like <laughs> it just depends on like what day yeah. of the week you ask yeah. me you know i was supposed to be in like yeah, today <laughs> yeah i was supposed to be in this big pitch competition next week for mm-hmm. in front of like all these vcs yeah um, and then i had some conversations with some potential vcs this week that kind of can 
convinced me that I don't want to do VC and that um, yeah. and that my business has a lot of potential um, just without it if I can just mm -hmm. figure out like a few loans or things like yeah. that. To well, it's like get me to the next here's level. your control, and then the VC comes in and you're like, here you go. Exactly. Yeah, really and, tough. And yeah, not just control. I mean, like I am a mom who wants to be able to spend yeah. time with my child and like. Spend time with my other child, yeah. just date Sarah. So, yeah. um, I'm trying to figure out that balance right now. Yeah. And I think, like, this first round of, I've bootstrapped everything up to this point. Um, awesome. I think this first round of fundraising, I'm probably going to do a small family and friends um, just to kind of get me to the yeah. pomegranate rollout next yeah. year. Have you looked um, at uh, WeFunder? I have. Okay. Right? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I did. I did yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that. Yeah. Um, I think I'm kind of assessing those options right now before I like dive into yeah. um, thinking about, I mean, I mean, I think we're so close to profitability right now that yeah. it like, yeah, it's always an interesting thing of like how fast do you want to grow it and do you yeah. want it to be a lifestyle business or do you want it to be, you know, let's go like guns blazing and explode. Um, and I think like what these VCs were telling me is that just like they've seen a lot of businesses that could have been really strong businesses tank because of VC money mm. um, just because like they're like, you gotta grow, you gotta grow, you gotta grow. And then you end up like pouring parts of, you yeah. end up pouring this money into all these other aspects of your business, like yeah. the marketing, like et cetera. Um, or like and then if it doesn't take off like you expected, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like um, responsible growth is really overlooked occasionally. Yeah, and it's hard. Just... It's hard to decide on that. Like yeah. part of me wants the, you know, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, let's do this. You know, let's grow this into like a, you know, hundred million dollar business yeah. or something. You know, yeah. And I do think that's like possible. I'm just not sure if the right thing for me personally mm -hmm. um and I was feeling pretty burnt out at the end of medicine like I was working like 90 hours yeah. a week like really yeah. you know yeah it's not like <laughs> you and I both so, like didn't have this like oh we were just laying on the beach and then we decided to start a company right. it's like I had just come out of 10 years in tech and then yeah, you know exactly. you're coming out of how insane that process is to even become a doctor exactly and it's like you and know when just I start the ground running business, like my core values yeah. that I put down are that like I'm gonna do what's right for like my mental health and mm -hmm. um you know I can just imagine if I took like if I took the Z money and like tried to do the long thing that my mental health would deteriorate so. yeah yeah so awesome to keep that in mind like a lot of people just run for the next shiny object yeah, I have to go back to those core values all the time yeah that's, that's so like, awesome what a great idea started out just said these are going to be my values and starting yeah. a company but this is like unwavering that really good therapist yeah yeah <laughs> we should put like yeah. a contact info up here anybody looking yeah, a lot of gems yeah no, that's They're so good so good with me very advisable um, yeah. if anyone's not seeing a therapist I'm concerned <laughs> <laughs> so cool um, what's next for Just Date Syrup yeah um, so we're rolling out a dry sugar um, in oh, so cool. early 2020 this is news to me yeah it's, um, <laughs> I'm not cool. going to tell you what fruit yet okay. um, but it's a good one and it's a really healthy one cool. and um, it's you know my goal my, I love the applications of these syrups um, yeah. dates are super versatile in so many applications but i think there are situations where something just calls for a dry right. um, sugar a replacement for dry white sugar and so mm -hmm. um that's what i've been working on and figuring out the so r d cool. for so and will it be date related or um, you can't say <laughs> lips are sealed. I'll let you know. I, I just love that you've been able to kind of expand it. Like, is what's your LLC called? Is it just or no? That's so <laughs> it's a complicated question, but um, so like we're rebranding to okay. Just Date Co. Got it. Um, so cool. you know everything. Will and then everything that comes off of that, like maybe won't have dates, yeah. but it's from so, like, yeah, when I started okay. it, it was Just Date Sarah, but it just kind of like yeah rolled out that way. You never quite know what it's going to be yeah. like at the end. We were, that would be another like, yeah. piece of advice I have for entrepreneurs. It's like, I, while Don't I look back it. and like think I, you know, I wish I would have made everything kind of like perfectly branded and everything yeah. like made total sense of whatever, it was the right time to roll out the product. So mm -hmm. I just did it. Yeah. And, you know, now we're going back to kind of like make the brand a little bit more cohesive and think about like what the future brands can yeah. look like and again wish i kind of did that earlier but also it takes a little time to develop yeah. for sure we and did our brand book for dope after i think a year and a half mm -hmm. like september of 18 or something and yeah. uh finally got like a formal brand book together and 
I had launched Joke for Hope, but exactly how it would be packaged and what it would mean and how we'd communicate it, like that really got refined after like yeah. a year and a half. And that's so. like kind of where we are right now. Yeah. And, and also like, as I'm sure you can speak to, it's like we have the customers now to really like talk to. Yeah, or like so, what's resonating, exactly, what do they like, what do they like, want. We're diving into kind totally. of those focus groups and yeah. really getting to know our consumer and like figure out like what they're, what draws them to date syrup, why do they yeah. pick it up off the shelf. Um, and so using all cool. those things so to valuable. kind of revise our branding. Amazing. Well, we'll have something fun coming soon as well. Uh, we've got a few different flavors that we're going to roll out with just date syrup. Um, we've been experimenting with um, the product and love it. And yeah, I'm just so excited for that. Um, we'll be trying to do, you know, a little bit of a like press party and like something going on in Vegas. So if anyone's in the Vegas area, Sounds yeah, fun. keep their eyes on our Facebook for an event. Um, <laughs> For these products, like and also like props to Kelsey, she just opened a store in so Vegas. Fun. It's Thank totally you. crazy. It is insane. And, <laughs> and now I'm moving. It. Like uh, it's wild. <laughs> I remember being like, okay, this is hilarious. Like sober founder opens casino <laughs> bar in Vegas, it's and so now I'm moving there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a cool city, and there is so much life outside of the strip as well. Like our store is on the strip. Super fun. Like kind of Where looks like it, a, exactly? it's in Planet Hollywood, Miracle okay, Mile cool. Shops. Um, so it looks like a bar, like we have alcohol bottles that are filled with toppings, like candy toppings and Amazing. everything. So it kind of looks like a fun bar vibe, but booze free, you can get milk shots with your friends and all that. But um, yeah, Vegas is a really cool city. There's amazing stuff off strip, uh, tons of outdoor stuff to do. And yeah, yeah excited to have you. Um, and this will be a great uh, offering to bring out. There's so many, you know, vegan food bloggers, gluten-free food bloggers who are like looking for um, other alternatives with the sweets. And uh, I mean, it's just too fun. So yeah. it'll be great. Um, well, let's do some more like personal, you know, I love the fact that people are behind these companies. And so yeah. often you're just like, oh, it's just the CEO. Like, uh, who knows um, anything about them, but uh, rapid fire. So like, where are you from? I'm from Florida. From Florida. Central Florida. Is it true that all crimes happen in Florida? <laughs> like every time I hear a crazy story yeah. and then they're like, and it was in Florida. I'm like, what? I know. Every time it happens, I'm like, it's insane. Florida. <laughs> like, yeah, get it together. Come on. Um, I had a very, like, lovely childhood, cool. but, you know, it was definitely. Crime free. Like, yeah, crime. Like, mostly? Crime free. <laughs> but, you know, a pretty, yeah. like, um homogenous population down there yeah I managed to like you know pick out in the friend group like the most diverse people in my high school but yeah. <laughs> so but you know it was uh yeah. it was a very white place to grow up um yeah. you know there was like a lot of mudding and did trucking you? on the weekends oh uh, yeah that's yeah. awesome but I did like live close to the beach so you know we had kind of that lovely kind of beach lifestyle growing up and, so cool yeah I loved it but then like you know, I wasn't gonna go back after. And then you went college. straight to USC. Uh, no, I went to Duke for college, oh, okay. um, and then I moved to LA uh, for med school, and then so cool. I came up here. For awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. What's your most like jam out band? Like, who do you love? Who do you listen yeah. to? Yeah. Um, so I love the classics. I'm a big David Bowie fan. Like, Sweet. die hard too. Like, I mean, I had like a David Bowie birthday party last no, year. I love it. Don <laughs> Ziggy. He came. He was oh, there in spirit. Great. My husband <laughs> was really vibing David Bowie. Oh that my God, that's awesome. Great. I love it. Um, so yeah, I'm a big David Bowie fan. So fun. Um, and do you have like a best cooking or baking memory? I want to just ask baking, but I get that not everyone's into baking. Yeah, so. I mean, there's so many, my goodness. Um, but I think like baking, I don't know if everyone with, with my cousins do. My cousins and I all live together in the same home. My aunt is big Indian extended family. Um, so, you know, what I remember about growing up is just making cookies with her and cool. licking the dough out of the um, so out of the bowl yeah. and her That's warning awesome. me about salmonella, but like me not like, caring. Let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, yeah. back then it was yeah. like the mixes, you know, the totally. Pillsbury and whatever yeah. mixes. Yeah. And um, but you know. They, I love they still have a lot of nostalgia um, yeah. these days. It's so interesting to hear. I love that like other um, you know, cultures having like an Indian family still being like, Yeah, we love to like eat the dough out yeah. of the bowl. Oh, yeah. Um my husband's from Brazil and mm -hmm. he's just like it's just not a thing there. Like they like do not eat cookie dough. Do not out of the eat bowl. cookie dough. He said they don't really have 
cookies that often. Like it's mostly cakes, and then they have these brigadeaus or like um, queijo batter. Oh right. I I feel like. What else do they? Yeah, that would be just sad. Ponte queijo is like way better uh, as the baked (laughs) cheese bread, but um, yeah, they have brigadeiros, which they do. They'll make it sometimes, and they're supposed to be rolled into balls okay. and then rolled in sprinkles. Yeah. But he said as kids, they would just like go in with a spoon and eat it. So okay. it's sweetened condensed milk and cocoa powder. Oh, that sounds and, close. And uh, you like kind of boil it up on the stove, yeah. and then it thickens. So they'll just like eat it with a spoon instead yeah. of taking the time to roll it into balls. So totally. they have I a version like, of that. I mean, I'm a cookie fiend. Like I, you know, every night for like my entire youth, I would have cookies oh, and milk awesome. before bed. Oh, so cool. Um, like, God, <laughs> more parents need to be like this. <laughs> before bed every night you're just wired even and you're now, like go to sleep even now when I'm like in a like you know in a moody place or yeah. whatever I'm like I just need like some cookies and milk and that's that'll awesome. like bring me back that is so great it's like such a good combo we serve ice cream at the store too so you can get like a cookie dough ice cream sundae because that milk and, and cookies is just ice cream. it's so good yeah um, amazing. Well, I was going to ask you about, you know, your journey into being a new mom and CEO as well, but we chatted a little bit about that. Um, I would say like to you that I'm just eternally impressed, <laughs> eternally impressed by what you've done. Um, I can't imagine also raising a child while raising a business, but super yeah, like, cool. I, super cool to it was see. Hard. I mean, it was hard at the beginning, like, especially yeah. where it's just like, I was working when she was asleep and then like you know that's when that's when you as a mom should be resting also right um but instead I was like on my computer like the second she went to sleep yeah um and now like now that my parents are here like it's been just hugely helpful but my husband is an entrepreneur also so we're both just like yeah I mean on the go all the time birds of feather yeah yeah and I wish you know what does he do uh he is in VC um in biotech so he like cool. um, invests in like small pharmaceutical companies unfortunately not food companies yeah yeah <laughs> a little conflict of interest I'm sure yeah. if you did so you get a little on the wire yeah there. I think we're both gonna have to kind of watch it though and like yeah. make sure that we're not working too hard and that we're yeah. spending time with our kid as well because both of us were raised in families where yeah. everyone was working really hard and so um you know and make sure there's the time yeah, I mean, this weekend uh, I did the coffee festival and I did it by myself, um, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Um, so it was, busy. It was so busy. Yeah. And I didn't see my, I saw my daughter one hour over a 72-hour period. Mm. And, like, she knew when I got home. She was super clingy and she was yeah. just saying mama over and over and over again. Yeah. And it just made me feel horrible, yeah. you know. So I think it's going to be really important for me into this next year as she's more with it yeah from one to two yeah um, to really like make sure I'm there for her too yeah like those subtle like subconscious things of like her thinking that you're gone too often yeah from home so yeah you know I struggle with that I'm usually in the next room working Mm -hmm. and she like knows I'm there so I don't know like how much longer that's gonna last yeah because like uh, I'm ignoring her either so yeah, well, it's always a journey, like, learning how to balance things and how to make it. And I think, like, just your personal priorities change so much over time. Like, every year, I feel like I've had some pretty dramatically different, like, focus where I've been like, no, I really care about this or I really care about that. You know, getting married was, like, a new phase of, like, ah, like, there is more to life than, like, just, right. you know, making money and running your company and, you know, right. trying to save the world. Um yeah, like family matters a lot. So yeah, I think it's we awesome constantly to have to remind ourselves as entrepreneurs that it's like yeah. it's so exciting and exhilarating and fun to yeah. grow a business, especially if you feel like you're giving back as well. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, there's also finding the exhilaration in, in and your family side too. I know you feel too. sometimes like sometimes when I do have a break, I'm like, what do I? what do I do right now? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Turn off is a huge problem. I usually have to have like. Um, <laughs> My, like, downtime is, like, another activity. Like, right. you know, like, maybe, like, the working out or if we're going to go for yeah. the run or the bike ride or something, um, that's, like, my time where my brain's at least not spinning on dope. Totally. But I am just not a, like, flick the TV on and kick back person. Yeah. Like, within four seconds, I'll be, like, and on now, my phone. Like, like, I'm now trying to read nonfiction at night, even if it's, like, mm-hmm. for ten minutes before yeah. I go to bed. Honestly, I feel like it's been really helpful. So, cool. like, calming my brain down, yeah. which is something a habit that kind of fell off like mm-hmm. in the last couple of years so it's been nice to bring that back because it's just not related to anything in my life yeah like, anything active in my life it's a way to kind of like 
at least mellow out before yeah. bed a little bit. Yeah, I know the like pre lay down for bed, like they're like, you should have an hour without your phone. I'm thinking, like, that's so cute. Like, how would that happen? But it's really yeah, important. Like, and you last do night at 11, I'm like in bed. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Once more email. Once more email. Uh, man, plug for superhuman too before we leave. What? This lady changed my life, showed me superhuman. It's like this email client you can use. And yeah, if anybody if out there is struggling, check it out. Like, use superhuman. If email feels <laughs> overwhelming and you're constantly like 200 plus unread, and it's just, I was so buried all the time that it was totally. uh, unmotivating to try and get through. And then started off with superhuman. It's just a really fast, quick way to yeah. sort and organize and handle your emails where like I'm excited totally. to respond. And you so. like barely have to use your mouse at all. So yeah. like there's Keyboard all these shortcuts and it's just super fast and like <laughs> we're not even getting yeah. paid. Like this is a, this is not a sponsorship, <laughs> but like also sponsor us if you're watching Superhuman. Sponsor Kelsey's next episode. <laughs> yes. It's sweet. Well, uh, a fun one for this would be uh, for you to share where people can get Just Dates or Well, thank you. Yeah. There's a lot of places now um, where uh, our biggest retailer is Whole Foods, so you can find us at any Whole Foods. What is Whole Foods? I know. <laughs> Small place. Mom and pop kind of thing. But you can also so awesome. probably find us at your local like natural and independent grocer. And if you can't, let us know. We want to be there. Um, and then Pomegranate will roll out next year and Whole Foods as well. And until that, then we'll be getting in all those same natural and independent grocers. So hit us up, tell us where you live, and we're happy to get into your store. So cool. And do you ship? Uh, we do ship, yeah. So online and Amazon, um, either way works. Amazing. So many ways to get products out these days. Very oh cool. God. And I know a lot of people have beef with Amazon, but obviously for me, it's... <laughs> but they still win, and we all ordered something online. Like, exactly. But honestly, I think it's like yeah. a, a kind of an incredible platform for small businesses. Yeah. I mean, just the reach you're able to get really fast. Yeah. And, um, Especially if you've got something that people are looking for, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's been, it's yeah. been a really great place for us. So, so cool. um, yeah, either online or Amazon. Awesomeness, amazing. Thank you for joining. I'm super happy that I got to have you today Thank and you. happy to share your story more broadly. Thank you. Thank you um, for telling me that it was going to be on video. Ah, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you look great. And the podcast people will want to go see the video now because they're thinking you dressed like a you know homeless person or something. I found her on the street. I told her to pretend like she runs this company. No, it's all good in the hood. Um, thank you for joining and um, have a dope day. <laughs> Whoa, thanks for listening to that whole podcast. You rock. All right, we hope you're leaving here today with even a smidge more inspiration than when you showed up. If you did, my job is done here. Subscribe to our podcast, follow us at Eat Dope, and if you're craving some cookie dough, and I mean, when are you not, order at dope.com. It's D-O-U-G-H-P.com, and use code SOBERPODCAST for 10% off. Have a dope day.